Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 513 of Maestro on the Mic. In today's episode, I am giving you two ways to get more testimonials. Two very simple, but maybe not easy, things to focus on if you want to get more people saying more good things about you. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro by. Three, two, one. One. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Today we are talking about how to get more testimonials. If you're listening to this on the day that it drops, it is Monday, sub-20, wow, sub-20, that's not even right, Monday, September 25th, happy last week of September. We're going to jump right into the episode and make it meta because we're talking about how to get more testimonials, so I'm going to drop a little review. I want to read a little review that someone left. Uh, Of note, we are currently sitting at 248 ratings for the podcast with an average of 4.9 stars. Why is it not five? Because some people are fucking dusty. They want to go and listen and then take the time to leave something besides five. I don't know why. I actually did a thread about this the other day. I was like, I don't feel the need to do anything unless it's say something good. I will absolutely speak to a manager or leave a review. I I will ask people after I have really good customer service on the phone and be like, hey, is there like a survey that's coming? I'll make sure that I know their name. But if it's bad, I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't have time. I don't more more negative energy. Just like never going to buy this again. And if someone asks me, I'll specifically say. But otherwise, like, I'm going to go on the site and leave a less than five. Like, come on. Don't be dusty. Don't be dusty. But this person right here, they left a review on Saturday, actually, this is recent, and they're not dusty at all. They're phenomenal. This review is from Mego15. Love Dr. Shante. Love that they said Dr. Shante. I love it, but I'm also like, wow, I forget sometimes. Uh, Her episodes are, are little gold nuggets of information. She shares realistic expectations of online biz and how to take small steps towards growth. Love her personality and the energy she brings every episode. Uh, thank you, Mego. Thank you. Like, I, I fucking love these things. I fucking love these things, and that is why I asked for them. If the spirit moves you, would love a review. Because I say it all the time, the podcast is very unidirectional. I'm literally talking to myself in the camera here. I'm not even looking at myself. I'm looking at the, the lens of the camera. If I look at myself, and you're watching the video right now, if I look at myself, I can't. The, my eyes are not on the lens, and it looks weird to you as the viewer. So I'm literally looking into the lens of the camera, talking to myself here. So to hear back from you is fucking amazing. So thank you. Meg, Mego. I don't want to say Meg because maybe you go by Mego. Thank you. If anyone else has left a review, thank you. And if you're thinking about leaving one, thank you in advance. So today's episode, we are going to talk about how to get more testimonials, which I think is actually very simple and requires only two steps here. Number one, get results for people. And number two, ask. Okay, that's the end of the episode. No, just just kidding. You know, I got I got stuff to say, but this I think will be a little bit of a shorter episode. So when we speak about the second part here, which is asking, right? First is get results with pe- get results for people. Second part is ask. 
asking can get more tactical and meaning like you could set up a sequence, an email sequence that goes out and it asks people automatically like, and uh, yes, that's fine. But I think that as with most things, people often like to focus on the tactical things because it makes them feel like they're doing something. And to that end, it can be easier than actually, you know, working on the, the things that are, um, that actually move the needle, that actually, you know, are having you in the trenches and having you deliver the service and interact with people. So yes, there is a tactile side of this and we'll get into it a little bit, but the reason I put these in these, put these um, steps in this order is because it is the order of importance. Number one, get results for people. That's the hardest part because you got to get the people first and then you got to get the results for them. So it's kind of two parts. And then the second one is going to be asked. So step number one for getting more testimonials is put all of your effort into getting results for your current people. Yes, you need people in order to get results. I've said this in a million episodes. The easiest approach for getting clients is number one, start in person. Or number two, start by working for somebody else. Right? If you are like, no, but I want to go online or I want to be online and I want to do my own thing. Absolutely. Okay, cool. But then start with free. You just got to give the samples out to people. You got to get your name out there. You got to be in the trenches. Like you got to be like really pounding the pavement, the proverbial pavement, because now we're online. So we're being prolific with content creation. We are being very generous with our time. We're not worried about getting salty about things because you ain't got no fucking food to be salty about, right? You got to be out there and giving all of your time, teaching everything you know, right? So we start with free. From there, we're going to focus on our earliest, earliest adopters, which is typically going to be your friends and family, right? I have that meme. and Maybe I should put it up again. I love it. It's, I talk about it every time that I talk about this, all right? Sex in the City. Love that show. The remake or the reboot. Very good this season, right? First season, eh, not so good. Second season, good. Much better. But we know very, very, you know, the original um, show, Samantha's talking to Smith Jared, and she said, first come the gays, then the girls, then the industry, right? Smith Jared's a model. And the same, same goes for you when you start a business. It's first going to be your family, then your friends, and then the industry, right? Or then the strangers. So your earliest adopters will typically be someone that you know. Maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's your mom. I don't know. But it'll be them first. Start with them and focus on getting them the best results possible. They will spread your message farther and faster than you ever could. They will also give you actual language to use so that you can yourself work on spreading your message because your message will become more refined. Right. The second part of this is if you are focusing on getting results for people and you're really fucking good at that, understand that those people, they want to help you, right? If you've helped them, they want to help you, the majority of them, and they will be happy to go and sing your praises, which ties into the second step for getting more testimonials, which is to ask. Calls to action for anything are very helpful, right? If you want people to do the thing, ask them to do the thing. And I know that I see this kind of like in a nonchalant way, and maybe you're listening and you're like, duh. But I remember when I was first starting out in the online business space that I read that and I was like, oh, it makes sense. Like in my mind, I was just like, people will do it if they are wanting to. People will want to do something, but unless you ask them, they may not do it. People might want to leave you a review. They might want to sing your praises, but unless you ask them or you give them steps, you prompt them, they may not do it. Same thing with like liking a post. I think I read this on like some freebie I downloaded like a zillion years ago. And it was like, if you want people to like your post, ask them to like it. And I was like, what? Why the fuck would I do that? And then I was like, oh, because some people just scroll by. And with that call to action, they will actually do something that they wanted to do on their, of their own accord, but just weren't doing. And so when we're thinking about asking for a testimonial, 
something to understand here is the difference between a testimonial and a character reference. Testimonial speaks to their experience working with you, whereas a character reference speaks more about you. That review that I read a little bit earlier kind of trended towards a character reference, which I'm not mad about at all. All right, both are very helpful. I got something in my eye. If you're watching this, you see I stay having things in my eye. Um, if if you are, uh, there, if we back it up, I lost my train of thought for a second there. Keep it in, Courtney. Keep it in. If we think about the review that I read earlier, it's more of a kind of character reference. It's talking about me and keeping it real and things like that. But both are very helpful, whether it's a testimonial or a character reference, right? So I do believe that when we are looking to get more clients and if this is um, going to be put in front of people who perhaps already know you, they have some familiarity with you, then yeah, a testimonial may have a bit more weight to it. But again, we see how both can be important, especially if people don't know you at all, you want a really cold traffic or brand new audience. Yeah, it can be really nice to have some character references where the people are saying like how dope you are. That's absolutely helpful. So two things that I want you or that I'm going to suggest that you focus on if we're looking to really get testimonials as opposed to character references. Because again, testimonial speaks to their experience working with you, whereas a character reference speaks about you. So the two things I suggest if we're really looking to get more so testimonials are going to be type and timing. Well, with the alliteration today, I'm on a roll. So as it relates to the type, I want you to make sure that it's a testimonial by giving them an example where you literally write it out or you share one that you like, the previous testimonial that someone has sent in and you say, hey, like this is an example of what I'm looking for. This is an example that would be really helpful, right? It's, it's very helpful if you use the phrase, it's helpful because people want to be helpful. I should back that up, turn it into a drinking game and anytime I say helpful, go ahead, bottoms up, whatever you want. Maybe it's water. Maybe you need some hydration in your life. Fine, fine with me. So if we are looking at focusing on the type of review that we're receiving, we want to make sure it's a testimonial, give them an example, or you can simply explain to them, hey, this review, it's about you. It's about your experience with working with me. It's not about me and how great I am, but thank you. It's about you. Of note, if length is a concern, that sounds weird, but we're going to go with it. If length is, a, length is a concern, meaning sometimes people will write really long testimonials. And if they do, that's awesome. You can just pick and choose what you share. Um, but if that's a concern, then say that and say, hey, I only need a few sentences. Here's an example. This would be extremely helpful to me. And again, I want you to focus on your experience. This is not about me. It's about your experience and our time together. The second T that I said to focus on is the timing, meaning... Think about when you are asking for this review. In general, there's never a wrong time. Like, I just want you to make sure you ask. If our goal is to get more, just make sure you're asking. If our goal is to get more testimonials, just make sure that you're asking at all. But if we're going to try and uh, optimize this habit that we've built of asking, then I would suggest asking very close or immediately after the, very close to or immediately after the transformation. Meaning when the person has worked with you, now they're on the other side of that problem. That's a great time to ask them because, again, we are looking, and it's as a testimonial, to have them share their experience. And the reason we do that is because when they share their experience, other people are like, that's me too. I want that journey. I want to be on the other side of it. I have that same circumstance. My knee hurts and I want to be able to run, whatever it is. I use the example of PT because I'm thinking about um, you know, asking for those, those testimonials um, as like a PT clinic. 
it's always better to ask kind of sooner than later. If you wait weeks and weeks and weeks and the person's already like undergone the transformation, they it can be tough for people to remember like how much they had lost. And that's, I say that in like the, li- the least grimy way possible. But pain, we forget pain, right? We forget, we know that it's there. We know that it was bad, but we forget the severity, which is why people have more than one kid, right? You're just like, oh, it was bad, but like look at the aftermath here. This is worth it. All right, so... If you can catch someone sooner to that transformation, meaning they came in, they couldn't do these things, they were just you know, really down about it, you work with them, they're getting better, they're able to get back to running, whatever it is, ask them then, because they remember it, right? They remember that journey, it's fresh in their mind, and that's going to be the most helpful for your business, it's going to be the most helpful for the potential consumer that, that's reading this, the potential customer, rather, that's, that's reading this. For online biz, same, same. Just think about asking while they're still working with you. You can absolutely ask way after the fact. Again, I'm trying to say, like, I just want you to do the thing. But if we're trying to optimize this habit, then think about trying to ask while they're still working with you, you know, and perhaps while things are maybe winding down, but while they're still in your in your care. So for the intensive, right, the Instagram intensive that I run, my uh, six-week online group coaching program for health and fitness pros that teaches them exactly how to use Instagram for online business. It's like I've said that a million times. Uh, but for that, that's a six-week program, like I said, and I ask them on week five. So I ask them before we're done. I ask them again on week six, and then I have a follow-up email that will come out on week seven, like after the program is done. So I'm not waiting until the very end, until it's all all done. I'm going to hit them while they're still there um, just because it's fresh in their mind. In terms of the tactics, I'm Again, I want you to focus on the other things first, which is get results, and then we have the two T's, which is the type and the timing. But in terms of the tactical side of this, of how to actually ask, if you are live with people, right, we're talking about online business, then just ask them, right? Build it into your live call. Logistically, after you've asked and how you're going to collect these, I recommend Google Forms. I fucking love them. Yes, you can get more advanced with this and do type forms and things like that, but Google's free. We all have it. People know how to use it, so I suggest using it. I still use it for my intensive, and I love it. I have created a Google Form, and we just send it out. Lex drops it in the, the link, drops it in the link, drops it in the chat um, for that call on the fifth call and on the sixth call, and people can fill it out there, right? It's a link to a Google Form, and the beauty of this is that you can then take all those responses and it will automatically turn it into a Google Sheet, which then makes it searchable. So if I'm, you know, writing an email and I want to talk about community, I can just control F, I can search that Google Sheet and type in the word community and any uh, testimonials, any reviews that have come up that the person used, any testimonials or reviews in which the person has used the word community, that'll come up and I can say, okay, do I want to pull this one? Awesome. Of note, if you want a picture along with this, because pictures are helpful, it just kind of, I think, lends a little bit more credibility to it because the person's like, well, yeah, they could still make this up, but like it takes more effort to make it up. So if you want a picture, that is an extra step, especially if you're using a Google form. Um, so the way that what's going to have to happen is they have to email you that. They can't like attach it to the form. So you can either write that in there and say, hey, if you want to share a picture, it'd be really helpful to me and like here, email it to this um, email address. Or, and it's what we're going to start doing, is you can have them like check a box or sign off that they are okay if you go and find a picture of them. You can have them include their website if they know they have pictures on there. And then you can pull one of those. Because I think sometimes that stops people is they don't want to have to go find one and then send it, send it to you. Maybe that sounds silly, but I know for me personally, I hate, I just hate sending things. I'm just like, ah, just go take one. I don't even care. And if it's a bad one, it's on me. So that's another option that you have. Um, a, another tactical 
approach here of how to ask is while you're working with people, just ask them to share their wins with you. I, you will know that I like to celebrate people and encourage people. And so I'm always asking them, like, share their wins, tag me in these things, DM me your wins, let me know how things are going, keep me updated. People will do that. They'll send you it as a DM. They'll be like, holy smokes, I did the thing. And now like, this is happening. And like, I took your advice and I'm so grateful. That's a fucking testimony. That's a banger of a testimonial. And I will say that it probably carries a little bit more weight because it feels less manufactured because it's a DM or it's a text, whatever, it's a Vox or however they're communicating with you. So encourage them to share your win, encourage them to share their wins with you. And then when they DM you this or they Vox or you, or they text it, whatever, ask them if you can screenshot it and if you can share it. You can say that you will make it anonymous if that's more helpful, if that feels better for them. But most people are like, oh, it's totally fine. Just go ahead and share it. But that's a great way to, to generate testimonials and just by encouraging people to share their wins with you and then you share their wins with other people. So very simply, the way to get more testimonials is to focus on two things. Number one, get results for your people. Number two, ask for the testimonial. Speaking of asking, I'm going to ask twice this episode. I would love a rating and a review from you if the spirit moves you. Yes, I know that it takes a little bit extra effort to leave the actual review and write things out. Um, but again, it's just, it's helpful for me. I don't know if it helps people find the podcast, but I enjoy reading them. And it's, I'm going to keep talking regardless, but it makes it way more fun. So if the spirit moves you, would love a rating and a review. Five stars preferably. If you're coming out here to leave three, I don't want it. I I don't want it. And this is only on Apple Podcasts. I don't know how it works on Spotify. I haven't been all figured it out. So if you're on Spotify, just thank you for listening. If you want to DM me your your review, people have done that. I would love that as well. I'll definitely read it on the show. So thank you in advance for that. One little announcement and then I'm going to leave you alone. We have, and I said we because it's me and my girl Jill Fit. We got a bonus four-part series dropping next Monday, October 2nd, and it's going to be every Monday, or the first four Mondays, I should say, uh, for the month of October. It's a four-part podcast episode series, Business and Bullshit with My Bestie. Yes, this is going to be a lead-in for Legacy, but you already know you're going to laugh a ton and you're going to learn a ton, so you might as well listen a ton. It will be on this podcast, and it's also going to be on Jill's podcast, FitBiz You, just the Monday episodes. Um, you will not be able to escape us. So we're going to put it on the YouTubes as well. So if you want to watch us, you can. The first episode is going to be, uh, we're going to do it remote. So she's going to be at her place. I'm going to be at mine. But I would love to figure out if we can do it in person, but I got to figure out the logistics of that. Either way, Jill and I have done, I don't even know how many podcast episodes together already, and we get such great feedback every time. So I'm stoked for this little four-part series, uh, talking all things online business and, of course, some bullshit. So get ready for that next Monday, and yeah, that's all I got for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro. <laughs>